Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. I'm going to be really strict with my diet now in the run up to Christmas. I really want to fit into that party dress. I'm not going to overindulge at Christmas. Does this sound familiar? These are just some of the mad thoughts yo-yoing up and down in our minds as Christmas approaches. It's the time of the year when our guilt and our emotions around food come into play. So it's the perfect time, I feel, to receive more guidance around intuitive eating. And I'm delighted to have health coach and nutritional therapist Denise Wogan from BlackRock. She's back in studio with us with many pages. of, (laughs) (laughs) And it just goes to show you the, the, the amount that I could talk to this lady about is unbelievable. But Denise, first of all, um, the battle with our thoughts around food, it's all there, always there, all the yeah. time, right? But even more in focus at this time of the year. Do you find that with your clients that it just kicks up a notch around this time of year? Yeah, I think actually I was thinking about that driving up this morning and partly is because of our relationship with food, but also it's our relationship with stress. So when we're stressed, we've got all these crazy hormones floating around in our bodies and I'm not going to go into the biology of it all, but there are these hormones, leptin and ghrelin and glucocorticoids, which are all biology things and they make us respond differently and what we want to do is when we feel the sensations of discomfort of stress we want to feel calm and what do we typically reach for we typically reach for something that's high fat high sugar because that gives us the sensation of ah that feels nice so if you've been reaching for those foods and wondering why you can't stop maybe think about instead of telling yourself again i'm not going to put them in the house maybe think about where's my stress at where am, how am I feeling? What's going on in my thoughts? And is that driving me? Because usually after you've eaten those and possibly because of the stress, you overeat. Afterwards, you give yourself a really, really hard time. And that drives the behaviour again. So it's a, a really vicious little circle. Yeah, it is. As you mentioned, mm. you know, you get that initial endorphin hit, then the guilt and shame come in and then you're nearly even stricter the next day with yourself. Yeah. So this is where intuitive eating comes in. We've been going through the principles. Tell me about principle seven now, because this is to do with emotional eating. First of all, when I think of emotional eating, I'm thinking immediately to the negative, but that's mm. not necessarily the case, is it? Yeah, I love this. I said it to a new client last week. I said to her, you know, emotional eating is normal. And we talked a little bit about why it's normal. So if you think about it, what happened when you were born? 
you were fed and you were hugged. That's why human connection is so important. And that's why food is so important, because when you were into this new world, your body came out going, ah, what's this? You got nurtured, you got loved by food and by touch, human touch. So it is a normal response when you feel a little bit unsure about life or feel a bit of discomfort. The problem is that it can become a problem when we don't have any other things to do other than the food. So if you do engage in emotional eating, that's perfectly normal. But when it's the only thing, that's where I want to give support to people is to really learn the skills to pull away from just that kind of support for ourselves. But even just knowing that really gives people a sense of freedom. It's actually, geez, actually, this is normal. It's okay that I do this. I've learned it. It's kept me safe so far in my life. Maybe I might have done something else. Maybe I might have gone for a more harmful action. Um, so it is a normal body response physiologically and mentally and uh, you mentioned stress that's one of mm. the triggers obviously as well I don't know about you as well but you know I've been speaking to people about this time of the year November you know we, whilst it is kind of the madness and the lead up to Christmas there's also this sense of just wanting to cocoon to hibernate to rest is that part of it as well? Yeah I think like that that even goes outside of intuitive eating. That's why I love the framework because we bring so much into it. It's not just the food. It is normal. Like when you think about it, what did cavemen do? They went back in and they, they, they just spent the winter building themselves up because food was scarce. And they hibernated and they kept their body cells, their body fat cells on them to keep themselves warm. OK, we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Unfortunately. But our genes haven't changed. Our behaviours have, like we talk about intergenerational stuff. It hasn't changed. We do. If you feel it, I feel it. You can be guaranteed that most other people are feeling it. And then we push ourselves to push out of that. But then you've got all this media messaging coming from us and, you know, everywhere we look, it's like it's Christmas, it's busy and we have to get ready. I was even talking about someone about it the other day. We don't have to have the floors washed for Christmas. We don't have to have the house decorated for Christmas. People I, won't even look. We are like, And I am I was the worst victim of doing this. Oh, Denise, you would not have wanted to be in my house last week when I was down scrubbing skirting boards. And all. Uh, how did I know? <laughs> so talk to me about principle seven then. This is about, you have an approach here. This is the, the halt approach. So when yeah. you get into this spiral, what, what can we do? Yeah. So really, okay, let's just I'll tell you one thing about emotional hunger. So when this comes on, what usually happens is that it's sudden. It's really, really quick. It randomly happens. And there's usually a craving that you cannot satisfy. So you might have had the crisps or you might have had the jellies or you might have had the chocolate and you're still going, mm, what else do I want? So they're really key signs of it as well. And you notice that it's you might not even engage in the first, you may not remember the first two or three bars of chocolate that you've eaten because it's that like total mindless connection with food. So that's really different to physical hunger, which you'll kind of feel, you'll start thinking about food, you'll be open to different choices of foods and you'll hear it in your tummy and you'll hear it in your mind, I'm hungry. So when it is the emotional piece, what we can do is we can feed ourselves food, but that's just a short term band-aid solution. The emotion is still there and we're not very good, particularly in Ireland, at processing emotions. And it is emotional intelligence. We're all talking about it. But this halt piece that I have is really good for just allowing you to stop. And all you have to remember is H-A-L-T, because I want something quick that you can do when you're in the kitchen. Halt. H. Am I hungry? When is the last time I felt myself? So is there actually a physical hunger here? If it's not, am I angry? What am I dealing with right now? Or am I lonely? Have I a feeling here of needing to connect with someone or am I tired? So it's just beginning for you to connect in with processing those emotions. And the first part of that is actually identifying the emotion. 
usually when you ask people, how do you feel? I'm happy, I'm sad. You know, yeah. we don't have a wide vernacular yeah. of emotions. And I've given you their little chart you have. with the like the the amount of emotions that one can actually feel. And I don't think you can see that one. Oh yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah. Like there's that's a there's huge loads wheel. of them. There's yes. loads of them. So yeah, it's just beginning to identify. And actually if you can name it, then that brings safety to your body, reduces those stress hormones, and you don't even have to do anything with it. So that's something that clients find really comforting. It's like, if I just name it. That's enough for today because you have enough on that list to do with all the scrubbing of the skirting boards. <laughs> <laughs> you also have a really, a really good tip as well. If people forget about HALT, right? So you can distract our, ourselves basically with, with the list of four ting- things. Tell me about this. Yeah. So when you're in that moment of, OK, you know, the feeling is there and you want to do something to distract yourself. What I would say is right now, if you've listened to this, if you've connected in any way, sit down and write yourself four things that really, really make you feel calm. And stick them on your fridge, put them in your phone, um, put them everywhere until you remember them. And I remember listening to Dr. Dr. Rangan Chashti one time and he talked about a guy who after period of time they figured out by watching somebody's heart rate monitor what was really making him feel calm and it was not yoga and it was not meditation and it was not chai seeds or healthy food it was washing his car oh wow so this was actually really interesting over a couple of weeks they discovered this so what's good for you things that have come up in sessions with clients is ironing that, you know not in my house would not come up for me <laughs> but for some people they found it for me it's cooking I know that cooking will actually help me bring me into my calm zone. But for other people, it might be yoga, it might be crochet, it might be music, might be picking up the phone and phoning a friend who's not going to set the trigger bells off again. So right now, write down four things because I know two things will already have come into anyone's head that's listening. And those are your things that you'll easily remember when you're in that stressful moment. So when you're in the halt moment, before you begin the halt, that's the thing. What am I actually feeling? Is it actual hunger? Well, no, it's not because I've just had my dinner. So let's get started into how we can kind of, you know, manage that. Yeah. That's brilliant. Now, I read a really interesting blog post that you have as well about the four bodies. Talk to me about this because I think this is a brilliant way of breaking down this idea of we've one body. No, we don't. We've got four. Yeah. God, I read a piece actually recently on what the body actually is. It's a sociology piece and my mind was like, whoa, this is amazing. But for me, I love to think about our body in four pieces. And it's very, you know, for anyone who does find follow yoga, mindfulness, it's it's akin to this. So we're looking at our body in four ways. We've got the physical vessel. We can all see, feel and touch. But we've got our mental body, which we're used to kind of dealing with the mental body. That's our thoughts. We're all aware of that. But the other piece is our emotions. And this is why I work a lot with the gut, because our emotions come from our heart and our gut. And those are the ones that are like the pieces that are inside that we're not so easy to connect with. Mm. And that's why I talk about this mind body connection piece. We can reframe our thoughts, but thoughts are just words in our head. It's the transcription down into our body of the emotion that is really the key piece that we need to learn how to understand. Well, what does that feel like for me? What sensation? Where do I get it? Usually when I say to people, where do you feel it in your body? I'll get anything from my gut to my head to my throat. And these are all key signs for me of what might be going on for that person. And then the final body is the spiritual one. And I'm not talking about religious spirituality but it is a piece of the discussion when we think about how we operate how we how we choose actions how we experience emotions is where's our purpose where's our connection to ourself I had a lovely new client last week again and she was talking about her higher self 
And this is all the talk that you're going to see on social media. But really what that means is like, who am I? Who do I yeah. want to be? What do I want to do? What's my purpose yeah. here? All of yeah. that. And people do yeah. go through that. They really yeah, do. Yeah, like for some people, your purpose isn't <clears throat> in your job. Maybe it's the, you know, the volunteer work that you do. And it's connecting with that part of you is really key as well, because that gives you and informs you in terms of how you're operating, what thoughts you're thinking and what emotions you're feeling. And then what food you're eating. With and then what food you're eating. We talk about that connection with that physical body. That's so key. And even I think I mentioned this to you the last time, Maslow's hierarchy. We want to get to, loads of us want to get to really live our life to the fullest. We've got to build safety at the bottom. Yeah. And that piece is with ourselves and with our body and with our food. Yeah, we got to do the foundation work. We really do. Foundation. Absolutely. And I love that idea. Instead of kind of focusing and kind of going, oh, the physical part of myself is not X, Y and Z. Check in with the other parts as well. It's fantastic. Uh, You do have um, a 12 Days of Christmas challenge that people can get attached to that particular blog. And I think the the tips in this are fantastic. If you have one or two tips, because it's, you know, over the Christmas, you know, it's going to be hard to stay on track with these things. So you have a couple of tips there for us. <laughs> which one to pick? Which one? <laughs> How long have I got? I'm going to pick sleep. Okay. I'm going to pick sleep as the priority because I have done extensive research on how sleep impacts your gut. So that those hormones that you feel, they all work from that gut piece as well. So we need to really manage our, our sleep so that we are getting, you know, that that body at night time when we go to bed and we sleep it's rest and repair so we need that seven to nine hours and usually what are we doing at Christmas we're partying yes or maybe we've got sick children because it's winter time so if that's you and something that people find really really challenging take a nap yes 15 minutes find 15 minutes in a day (laughs) you can't change the fact that you know the kids are going to be awake at night and maybe you do want to go out but take your nap so that you can focus in on the sleep. So sleep, the biggest, biggest thing to help get rid of all of that physical and emotional rubbish that's in our body. And then the next one is, is you don't have to do it all yourself. Oh, I uh, like that one. <laughs> how many, how many uh, you know, people out there, there's people definitely who are the person that it does all the prep, all the Christmas wrapping, all the Christmas shopping, all this sort of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's like, well, it won't be done if I don't do it. And yeah. I know exactly there's one and person like that. And we become the victim. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we do. We become the victim and then we resent doing it and that even builds up more stress in us so really it's and that's a big piece believe me coming from uh, all or nothing 100% perfectionist person who this is why I have all the sheets here (laughs) is learning to manage this it's okay to do just enough Um, you know it's okay to do it 50% because really when we think about Christmas and this is really something that comes up with clients me all the time what's your favourite meal of the year Christmas dinner yeah and nobody really cares about all the bits that you did. Yeah. They just care about the connection and the chat. And if in your good, if you're in good form for Christmas dinner, then that's what's magic. And also delegate tasks to other people. That's yes, a great idea. Yeah. Uh, now you're gi- children, children, <laughs> yes. children. Yes, because Santa's watching. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now you're giving a workshop in Blackrock this Saturday. It's called How to Feed Yourself with Kindness Through Intuitive Eating. Tell us a little bit about this. Yeah. So I'm so delighted to get back into doing face to face. It's small group, so. There'll only be eight of you. And really what I want to do is this stuff is new. It's nuanced. It's not black and white. It's grey. I'm not going to be telling you what to eat, but I am going to be introducing you more in depth into the principles. We are going to make a commitment to yourself at the end of the workshop. We're going to talk about um, intuitive movement. So how you can support the digestive system through movement. But at the end, you're going to make learn how to make a commitment and see that self through. 
Fantastic. Sounds like yeah. a great day. So Blackrock Friday ten or Saturday at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And people can find more information as always uh, for the uh, event. It's on eventbrite.ie, but also foodie. So food and then ee.ie. And we have uh, Denise's details here if you want to get in touch with her. Thank you so much as always for so all of that great advice. Here. Great Cheers. Thanks, Thanks Denise. A million. Denise Wogan there. As I say, foodie.ie. 11 to 1. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.